Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Hey, Meryl, you know what I hear a lot that, about you? What? I, I, people constantly come up to me on the street and they say, you know what Meryl needs to do is clean her shit up. <laughs> and I was like... Just in time. Yeah. We've partnered with Hello Tushy, the home bidet system. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to clean your shit up, well, this is quite literally the machine for you. It's so. sleek. It's affordable. It's eco-friendly. And you only need a teeny weeny bit of toilet paper, which is good during this crazy pandemic. You yeah. never know where people are going to come back and need you know, toilet paper. When you're taking a shit, you get done. The bidet goes off. <laughs> Power washes your ass, cleans you up, you pat it dry, you get out of there. Yeah. It's, it's better on paper, better for the environment, easy to hook up. You don't need any special shit. It's just you plug it through your, your existing plumbing. It's awesome. I'm a girl, so I only poo once a year. And when I do, <laughs> it comes out pink and poo and unicorn, shaped like a unicorn. So this is perfect for my once a year poo because, yeah, it's there's a sanitation schmutz kind of knob that helps you not get your poo all over your fingers Jeez. <laughs> okay uh, wow. attractive <laughs> yeah. I, I am getting hungry um yeah right now if you go to hello tushy.com forward slash campfire you're gonna get 10 percent off do it you should do it and then do do it <laughs> and then undo do it <laughs> come on kids now gather around Grab along and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Mero Climo No, that's what I mean is sometimes people If you're like anti-vax, does that mean Like, like even if it, Does that mean you just like If there's one vaccine that you're not like Yes, totally. Then you're like a total weirdo anti-vax person. So it's either all or nothing in your yeah, mind. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, I and see. then there was one that they were starting clinical trials for kids, like yeah. six to 12 years. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, if parents don't get that done for their kids, they're anti-vax. So yeah. line them up. <laughs> line line them, up. them shoot them up. Shoot them up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, one by one, go get your free Krispy Kreme. No, the thing that bothers me is like this whole uh, idea of like, if you take the vaccine, I saw people were posting like, I'm a superhero. And they're standing <laughs> in the superhero stance and like, because they got their vaccine. I'm like. Okay, but like, just oh God. Why, why just take it. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. Just take it and, and like go do your thing. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like when people are like, uh, 
I voted. It's like, okay, you have the right <sighs> to vote and you did it and I'm glad you did. Yes. But you don't have to you don't have to do 12 stories in a row about how you're great and that you voted and you did your duty. Yeah. It's like, okay, oh, I voted even... too, but it, nobody needs to know about it. Yeah, don't even get like, me why started. Is it, why is it? Why is it? Um, you know? I think maybe because... I don't know. I mean, for me, the people that I see, and I am happy for people to get their vaccine. Yeah. I really am. Like I've said from the yeah. start, this is one of the least things that I have an issue with. I'm to- I am really do believe that it probably is safe and it's not yeah. bad, but it's weird to me that people are so... Um, like touchy about it like so jack posted this meme you know when there's like a meme where it's just like a, a guy holding a blank sign sure and you can and change it out put, and stuff yeah you put whatever on there yeah. yeah and and there was one that said that jack reposted that just said um no one cares which covid shot you got <laughs> and yeah. it's like basically saying like same thing i don't care what yeah, people i don't get. care and, go ahead and get get what you want yeah and the amount of people like that wrote to him and misunderstood what it was even about like one person that we know wrote like um, because I believe in the science and they wrote that and it's like uh-huh. it's not even that you weirdos and then someone else wrote well then why did they ask which one you want when you go to the doctor <laughs> like, oh. I know I am so in favor though if it does cause depopulation I'm we need less I know you less said people. that yeah I, I know I know I get it but what if you're one of the less mm. can we get rid of you or you be the first not to yet. why no because I'm good enough we- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a whole other can. Um, how are you? I, what if I, how are you? Just, Instead of anti-vax, I'm anti-peeps. Let's move on. We're, people are dropping by. No, I can see not. the analytics. I can see the analytics. No, they like they're here. They're for dropping this. right now. They're not. They're here for this. <laughs> um, I'm so good. Good. I'm in San Diego. Yes. This week. And your parents just left. My parents just left. How was that? Good. So 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 good. The minute I saw them with their little masks on coming to the airport, mm-hmm. I burst out crying. You did. I didn't realize how much I missed them. Oh, that's cute. They're my everything. And then we, they were very good and like they're good with rolling with the punches. We did San Diego for a few nights, then Pasadena for one night. Okay. Then Joshua Tree, and Jeez. then because because you know Jack loves Joshua Tree, and then we took them there and all that kind of stuff. And then yeah. um, I know, and then we came home and then back to San Diego for a night, and then. As I said goodbye to them, I started crying again, and I really decided to myself that I need to see them more often because, like, you know, I think it's just, it's, I don't know how you feel out here too, but it makes me feel, like, I don't notice when months go by that I'm not seeing my family. Like, it's just kind of like we're busy in the groove, but then when I see them, I'm like, oh, I am so connected with them, and they're like my people, and then it makes me feel nuts to just go back to, like... I'm so glad that you have that experience. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you could feel that way with my parents. I'm so glad you have that experience, (laughs) Mel. I feel that way with your parents. I want to see them. Listen, um, you know, my grandmother just passed away not too long ago. Mm -hmm. And I have been talking to my family just a little bit more. And I have no ill will. I'm not, I don't have anything against them. I just don't, I don't yearn to hang out in that area or, or, or with them for an extended amount of time. And maybe it's because... I've been away from them from for so long mm-hmm. that I'm sort of like it just uh, we we've evolved both of us have uh, all of us have evolved but yeah. in different directions. Yeah, that's understandable. And that's totally okay. Yeah, it definitely I have nothing is. to hold against them. Yes. I just uh you know, I don't find myself wanting to go home and and being there and mm-hmm. then when they're here it's it's highly stressful for me. It really is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because you're also we're tending to their needs. Tending and it's like we're on completely different like schedules of uh, of like time mm-hmm. right like 
I'm only gonna say something. No, bad I feel here. that way too because but, parents like if they get my mind get like sleepy at 8 p.m. Uh, and then they want to snack. Yeah, 6 p.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, what are we having for breakfast? Okay, let's figure that out. No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. I was like, okay, well, what do you want? You know? Yeah. And they're they're out of their element, and mm-hmm. so they they just want their comfort. My dad still wants his USA Today uh, newspaper delivered every day to my house or something. <laughs> I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. And he's like, well, God damn it, there's not a place around here that has it. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, you know, the, the grocery store doesn't carry it and the, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so he's kind of thrown out. And then I remember when he, the last time he came out, I had, uh, I had built this bar and, uh, there was just all you can drink, whatever you want. I was so excited to show it to him and like share that moment. And then my dad's like, you know, I just really kind of want a Budweiser. <laughs> and I, I remember was, at your comedy show, that's all he had yeah. asked, right? He's like, like, what can like, I get you? He's like, how the hell? How do you not have Budweiser? I'm like, well, Dad. How do you not have Budweiser? Yeah, and I, well, it's because back there, everyone has Budweiser. Yeah. They don't have the... Like, they don't care about Old Harbor Distillery care, or something? They, they don't care about IPAs yeah. and shit like that. It, it's not on their radar, so. Yeah, no, I, I, we get a lot of that, too. I have to talk my parents out of, like, no, Denny's is not good enough to go to every day yeah, yeah, in no, California. I'm sorry, I know you like the Applebee's uh, coconut shrimp, <laughs> but, like, no, let's try something local yeah. or something better, something, a nice restaurant. But yeah. do you ever see yourself in your parents? Like, I think... From, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and I lash out crazy. at them. Me yeah. too, me too. I feel like I'll lash... Like, if I see my mom being really impatient... Or uh-huh. like my dad not taking care of his health or something. Like those yeah. are two things that I kind of detest <laughs> about myself. And then I like lash out at them and then they get hurt. Yeah. And then like, yeah. yeah, that was it. And For sure. I mean, I think we all, I mean, everybody can see themselves in, in you know, their parents in themselves. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a wild ride to, to go on. Let me tell you. We only had one uh, Climo family meltdown. Oh, what was it? All. Tell it, us. It was pretty good. Um, so in August, we are planning to go to New Orleans as a family. Oh, nice. Uh, it originally got started because like my dad has a conference every single year. Yeah. But this year it got changed. It's virtual so he can do it anywhere. It oh. was supposed to be in New Orleans and we got all excited about that. But now, now we just like, decided oh, to still keep it. Just kidding. The, it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. 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 So in which case it's in their, their bedroom or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. we decided to do New Orleans. But it's like, this is definitely a side of me too. My mom wanted to like, we were talking, we were on a walk in Liberty Station and my mom wanted to book the New Orleans tickets like right then and there. Uh But it's like, it doesn't, it didn't make sense to do that because it's like, we're not at a laptop. We can't see the days. It's also a few days before you and I are going to go to the podcast conference, which is in Nashville. And yeah, you want to make sure it all lines up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, But it's like, and I get this too, but just because (laughs) it was in my mom's mind, like that moment she had to, to go in like, so she's trying to do it from her phone and can like barely see the screen. And then she's trying to say like, yes or no, July 27th right now, like on Southwest airlines. And I'm like, you're going to end up booking us a flight to like Beijing or something. So, so, so and then I'm very protective of my dad and I rarely like I don't I feel like all my kind of like comes out sometimes with my mom because I feel uh, like I just I like my dad can't even like, hear me yell at him and stuff. Yeah. I, just, I would not I just don't like never ever yell at him. And so yeah. she she turned to my dad and said, um, maybe you can be flexible with like uh, on your end and kind of or something like why why can't you be flexible? And I'm like. Because he has a conference. Like, it's not just he's not being weird. He has an actual, like, date that he has to get back for and yeah. stop making him feel bad. And and she kind of, like, chastised him. And then I turned on her. Yeah. And then she started crying, saying she was underappreciated. And then I'm like, oh. this is not the time. I know. So then by the time we, like, got Why? to the... I think I think she just feels like she does so much and busts her hump. Uh-huh. And she really does. But it's like... Uh, we piled it's always it, we piled onto her and i think because it, it's like i could see myself in that but then i could also see more of my dad's like practical side of yeah. if we just wait six hours we will be by a computer and can like right. nicely and calmly make a, a trip yeah. decision so 
so then finally it ended up all working out but it's like i see where i get it from because mm. she wanted to then then we were, when we were finally on the computer she wanted to book the hotel first and i'm like let's what? book the airlines first because we don't even know what days we're going to be there yet yeah <laughs> let's, so, let's confirm that we're going to do that yeah i think i get my just like let's do it spastic side from her Ah, uh, gosh yeah. That was one. So we only had one person crying. It was her. And then it was dissolved within 20 minutes. So but. funny. My business partner, Steven, he's like that. And it drives me crazy sometimes. I'm, I'm really because I realize it's not efficient all the time to do that because then you end up having to go and spend time like undoing what you do. Well, right. That's that's my whole thing with him is like I, we're working on a website right now. And I think he's just like, get just do it. Just get it done. Just get it done. Just do yeah, it. And, yeah. And I'm like, OK. And I have to be this like. This patient mouse in the corner, just like, uh-huh, okay, yep, I hear that you want to get this done, and also, let's fucking do it right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and so, yeah, But there is, there is a mix between the two, right? There is, You yeah. have to get it done. Mm -hmm. You can't just like wait and plan and plan and plan. But there is a high level of planning when it comes to certain things, like airline tickets or websites. And, and so, yeah, there are those moments where I'm just about to like lose it, but I have to be like, the cool calm cucumber right because like that's what i have to do yeah 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 and, and like not everything impulsively is the right time to do something yeah there is impulsive times of course in big data they call that technical debt yeah don't ask me why i know that <laughs> everyone just thinks i suck dick and, like look debt. at little baby hermit crab pictures when i read about <laughs> technical debt like when you're building a company so yeah. fast that, yeah basically like then you use these programs that then like they're ready to launch it and innovate like right now but then a few years later you're like oh shit what did i do and i have to go and do it and sometimes you need it yeah yeah hmm Hmm. Technical debt, bitches. Wow, we've learned something here on yeah. the shit show. <laughs> um, yeah, tell so, me everything. Yeah, so I was just gonna tell you, fill you in on my my last weekend here. Uh, you know, I love surprises. Yes, I love you do. Them. I don't know how much I love them f when people throw them for me. Yeah, <laughs> I love throwing experiences. Right, yeah. I love giving them out and having them, you know, succeed. And. Uh, I hadn't told anybody really about this, but my friend Diego is getting married in May and he and his fiance, Jessica, asked me to officiate the wedding. Cute. So oh my gosh. I had to, uh, I had to become a, uh, a legal minister. Oh my, that's a big deal. So I could start my own church, just so you know. Let's do it. You want to do it? Yeah. What's the you, shit show. What, 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 <laughs> the church of shit show? <laughs> yes. Honestly, please God. Can we, I mean, literally. <laughs> That's my prayer. Please, um, please, please. Yeah, but I realize like I can, I can, I'm official in, in the United States and in Hawaii, which I guess is a separate thing yeah. under the terms of uh, becoming an efficient. Uh, so I was like, I, now I'm getting all this like spam mail for like, uh, we saw that you're in the area. We'd love for you to speak at our church. I'm really? like, yeah, yeah. They, they get the list and they see where you are and then they go, we'd love for you to come to our. It's like, uh, we just saw you at the Tony Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're totally like becoming slowly like that person. Yeah. I'm going to end up being a minister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it sucks. When I was home last time with my parents, my mom was like, you'd be a great minister. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I now, think that's, a, that's an awful compliment for me. Anyway. Yeah. You'd be good at giving advice. Uh, you'd be like, yeah, just take the pills yeah. or like, sleep with her. <laughs> now, when Diego first asked you, be honest, did you, because I feel like I get asked a lot to like, will you speak, like say something and speak, yeah. but I'm like, oh, I don't like that type of stuff. Were you kind of well, like. Well, you know, I've given speeches at weddings before and there was a part of me that was like, okay, but what, what is the deal? Like, mm -hmm. I want to know the deal. I don't, I'm not going to just say yes, you know? So, but what I loved is that they are very like 
they, they're not having a traditional wedding. It's in Hawaii on her parents' like property. There's only going to be like 50 people. And what she said to me is like, I really want you to roast us. Oh, shit. And so I was like, like do they really though? I'm like, dude, that's exactly what I said. I was like, do you really? Yeah. Because like, I can. Do you like want to say? I, that's I why will. I, like, in, in, in a loving way, I like wouldn't have you officiate my wedding because I feel like <laughs> we would not be walking down that aisle by the time like you finished with me <laughs> or anyone. But I feel like you could, you would do a good job. No, it, there's a class to it. You know, you yeah. have to be classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a way. Oh, I'm scared. It, it, I mean, truthfully, in my gut, I'm probably not going to roast them hard. What I'm going to do is tell funny stories yeah. that like people can go on. And, and again, this is a quick thing. It's not like I'm going to stand there for 25 minutes and tell them a story. You know, I mean, they're getting married. I right. have to tell, you know, I have to say the things that you have to say when you're like, all right, so you like this guy? Cool. You like her? Yeah. Great. You're together. Do you, you know, know like a lot of their story? I do. And I've been learning more of it. Um, and I've gotten to know them a lot by doing zoom, like, like we'll do like a Friday night zoom chat where we like get together and have a drink and talk a little bit, which brings me to this point and the surprise idea. Um, maybe a month ago, Jessica had reached out to me and said, Hey, uh, I thought it'd be really cool if Diego could come down there for his like for like quote unquote a bachelor party because you know how everything is right now. It's kind of hard to like do that. Yeah. People are all over and a lot of his friends are here in San Diego. Uh, he's in San Francisco. And, uh, and I was like, of course. Uh, so she was kind of reaching out to me to like help navigate how to do that. And so, and so I figured out a weekend that I could do it. She bought the tickets and uh, then I was like, okay, leave this to me. I know how to like surprise him. Don't tell him a goddamn thing, right? <laughs> so <clears throat> last Friday, we, I was like, hey, do you want to get on a call? Have a drink like we normally do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, cool. So we got on a video chat. We're sitting there talking. And then she had just had her bachelorette party. And so uh, I was like, how was your bachelorette party? And she's like, it was great. I had a lot of fun. I'm like, I, and then I kind of looked looked over and I was like, Diego, what about you? Like, who's in charge of your thing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> right. And, uh, he's like, ah, you know, it's just not enough time. I'm like, ah, oh, really? I'm like, well, maybe we could get together on like a zoom call or something. He's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I could tell he's just like, I don't yeah, really care. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then I was like, you know what? I, we should just, let's come on, let's do it. Promise me. We'll do it. Let's do something. Let's do something soon. Right. He's like, all right. Yeah, let's, okay. We'll do something. And I was like, you know what? We should do it tonight. And then she pulls out. Oh my God. I love the this. flight tickets and hands them to him. And he looks at them and is like, wait, what? I'm like, yep, you're coming down tonight. <laughs> and I was like, you have 10 minutes to get your shit ready. She already packed your bags. You're getting on a flight. And so they literally got in a car oh immediately. My God. And she drove him to the airport. He flew down here. I picked him up. And then we just had like a, a really epic weekend of like, you know, hanging out here. Yeah. And honestly, he was straight up like, I don't really want to do a lot of crazy stuff. It's okay. And I was like, that's fine. So the first night we just, we drank some drinks and played video games and laughed and stayed up late. And then the next oh morning, gosh. the next morning, uh, I woke up and said, okay, morning margaritas, let's do this, you know, or whatever. And so we were going to have some drinks at like 9am and he's like, you know, I could really use some coffee. I'm like, let's go get coffee. So me and him and Nate went and got some coffee and I went to this place called uh, the world famous uh, Bali High which mm-hmm. is like the the original restaurant that made the Mai Tai love that place yeah and, and you're so, only allowed like a couple right or something. yeah you, yeah, you yeah. can yeah. only have two and then they cut you off because they're too strong 
And I went in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, it was closed. And so I walked in and I, there were people setting up. I'm like, can I buy a tiki mug? Cause I was going to buy him a tiki mug of just the Bally high. They have this famous character. And, uh, like, yeah, just go upstairs. So I went upstairs and it's this whole really nice high end, like Polynesian restaurant. Really cool. And I asked the guy, I'm like, ah, I was, you know, my, my friend's getting married. He's down here for a bachelor party. I just want to, you know, get him something. He's like, oh shit, you guys get some drinks. And I was like, <laughs> you have drinks? Like, yeah, we have drinks to go. And I was like, how much? And then he's like, you know what? I, uh, I'll hook you up, man. He's like, I'll give you three drinks for the price of two, which is really six drinks for the price of three because each drink was two drinks. Oh, right? okay. Yep, yep. And so I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. I, I don't even know how much it was. I just put my car down. I was like, just <laughs> fine. And then uh, he he hooked it up and gave us big cups of ice and all this stuff. And it was all this uh, drink cocktails to go. And we literally walked out. I said, all right, dude, let's go. And we walked over to the rocks right on the, oh, the yeah. water. Yep, yep. And we just walked like kind of like crawled all the way down to the bottom of the rock so nobody could see us. And we just sat there drinking Mai Tais at 10 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. I love that. It was awesome. We were drunk in like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, they're so (laughs) strong. But then we uh, we ended up scooting up uh, to a couple breweries because he's a beer guy. And then his some of his family and his friends showed up and then they all came back to uh, the bar and we hung out all night and had a really great time. And. You know, his brother told a story and was crying because like, oh, Diego means so much to me. And Diego was like really emotional and they had a great conversation. It was like, it was the perfect kind of weekend. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Then in the next day, we were just like fucking dead. (laughs) Like I was so dead. And I think Diego was dying too. But a quick little surprise weekend. It's fun to have those. Did he fly back on Sunday? Yeah. He must have. And thank goodness it's only like such a short flight. It's an hour and a half. Yeah, it's an hour and a half flight. Yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. But those those moments, if you can create those, are so epic. Yeah, so I know. Epic. They really I I don't know if like there's ever been a moment like that. That's yeah, cool. I, and I, I kinda said that. I was like, this is like a once in a lifetime thing yeah. that you do. How many times do you buy a flight for somebody and go, pack your bag, you got twenty minutes. Yeah. You know? I mean, for a lot of people, I think that would stress them out, right? Yep. So wait, their wedding is in May and then wait, wait is is it in San Francisco again? Uh, the wedding? Yeah. It's in Hawaii. Oh, it's in Hawaii, yeah, which is a, why you got, got... Yeah, I got to fly to Hawaii. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's where yeah, you're going to do yeah, it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be we'll fun. See. We'll see. I hope I don't fuck it up. You don't want to fuck somebody's wedding up, you know? I think it's funny when things get fucked up at weddings because it like relieves tension. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like we had a wedding that was kind of like just not funny and very serious. And then yeah. someone was playing something from their iPod and like during the vows, it just kept on going to like the, the iPod again. And I feel like it oh. broke the whole crowd in a good uh, way. Cause it's uh, like, oh, okay. Yeah. We are just humans having fun. Yeah. But I think that's why like flower girls and all that kind of stuff yeah. are good because there's, or a dog or, you know, you have yeah. to add some I was element. At a, of, I was at an outdoor wedding one time and the photographer, everything was peaceful and they were doing the vows and then all of a sudden the photographer had a drone it was like <laughs> it was like right over us like wow that is annoying yeah all. oh fuck i like that i just had a crazy non-wedding thing oh, that oh, was, what was it with a, someone else's wedding almost tell is me that one of our best friends our collective best friend jesse egan who yeah. i love so much oh the, yeah one of the highlights of my whole life and one of my favorite people and i also remembered that J- i have spoken and said that lightning only strikes once usually where you have like a best guy friend like you and I where, yeah. you know, you don't suck their cock. Wow. But, but that's Jesse, Jesse is also you. that. <laughs> yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Big data. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but Jesse and I have been friends for like 11 or 12 years and there's something about him because he's so sweet and sensitive, but still really funny that I feel like 
like when he feels emotions, I feel them too. You know, I don't know if you have friends like that where you've just known them for so long that it's like I've seen Jesse through and you have too through different relationships and he's such a good guy. And then when he found um, his his now fiance, his girlfriend, they had worked together at a restaurant years ago and then they reconnected. And it was like I, I have been with him through such heartbreak. And then to see him now find someone that I feel like is his total not only match, but I feel like she's so cool and so she is super like, cool. worldly and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. So I had posted a picture of me crying because it's like Jesse and I always text each other when we're crying. And I think I'm like, I think I did not communicate well because I posted like crying that I, and I was like wiping my tears with bread. Yeah. And that's what was happening. But it's like, it, I think it's weird for a girl that's like my age and not engaged to be posting about engagement because I think people may think I like really, really want to get engaged or I'm waiting oh. to. So I got like all these messages and half of them were, were thinking that I had gotten engaged and Jesus. people were texting me like some of my podfly clients were like, congrats, we're going to. And I'm like, fuck, no, no, no. A friend got engaged, not me. And then other then someone messaged me and said, like, chin up, girl, it's going to be your time soon. Oh my god. And then someone god. else messaged me and they were like, You're a star. Like there's nothing to worry about. And oh know. my god. <laughs> and so They must think you're so weak. It, it, that seems like <laughs> I know, and it's so weird because like of all the tropes in my life, like a girl waiting on the sidelines to get engaged is like not I have many sad tropes going on, but this is not <laughs> it's not one of them. And oh so god. I, I That must have been kind of embarrassing. Um no, it's not embarrassing. If anything, I got mad that I get I get mad when I'm like misunderstood. Well, maybe you need to be more clear in the way you write your messages. I which changed is like, it. I edited yeah, it to okay. like so happy for my friend Jesse Egan yeah, who got yeah, yeah, who got yeah. engaged because I I did I wrote it as though I just like I could see if people weren't really reading and they just saw like engaged crying oh, like yeah. they're like congratulations yeah but but yeah that's definitely yeah, that's so cool for them that's it awesome. is really cool for them maybe you'll get asked to be efficient for that no Since i feel like jesse will do it himself or yeah something. no no he's gonna have some some one of his closest friends comedians do it and they're gonna do a great job there's no way i would even i bet you're gonna be invited to the wedding no I don't know. We'll talk no about no stop it that's a that's a no, horrible it's... setup that's a horrible setup you should not say things like that why because when you if say they can't do it if, if they don't or can't or just wouldn't even think of it because I'm not on that inner circle. I'm not. And I know that. And then you're like saying that. And now it makes it really awkward. <laughs> it's just a horrible. You're a horrible person sometimes. Oh, my God. I'm a horrible person. You are because that's a horrible thing to say. Oh, I'm sure they're going to invite you. Okay. Well, I didn't ask that. Did I? Did I say I wonder if they will? And then you said yes. You, know, you just said it out of nowhere. And then I'm okay. All right. I am a horrible person. You are? Okay, good. Yeah, good. and when we were driving around Joshua Tree, I said that I could easily murder someone and then just <laughs> leave their body to rot with flies. Uh, I, I mean, I've thought about it. Me too. I, I've definitely had moments where I was like, I could kill a person. Yeah. But I, I think, think everybody could yeah, kill a person. Yeah, me too. I think our category, I specifically defined that my murder category is like not my loved ones or people, you know, my friends. Yeah. And then also not total strangers because I feel like they have a chance. It's the people that it's like the the, <laughs> the, the next you... <laughs> level. It's like the the acquaintances. So I in this instance to Jesse, uh, I would be that, Never. that ring. I would be friend. in that ring. I'm I'm not a close friend. And I know that. I'm not I'm not I'm not boohooing about it. Save I'm... the date. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, we have a camper of the week. <laughs> That I promised I would get to. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. This okay. one, don't make this one, don't make us fight on this oh one. Oh my God. Because it might cause some controversy. You just say the worst things to me, that's all. How is me saying Let's like, go, let's okay. go, let's okay. go. Mm. Roll call! And now it's time for the camper of the week. Tony Robbins, we need level two. Okay. <laughs> this one is from Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. 
Uh, you guys <laughs> honestly make my week. That is so sweet. Thanks, Tim. Tim. That's awesome. This one is for each of you. What is the hardest episode you've ever had to record? Oh. And is there any episodes that you haven't come out? I ask, or wait, are mm. there any episodes that have not come out? I ask because I just started podcasting and forgot to press record for an episode. Oh. I'm a dumbass. Has that ever happened to the shit show? Yes. Why don't you go first? I'll go first. The hardest be- one. Okay, and- so, for, so first off, we have not forgotten to hit record, but what's happened is something with technical issues happened early on in this whole thing, and we had recorded the whole thing. Was whole- it with you and me or a guest? It was just you and me. Thank goodness, yeah. Yeah, you and me. And we had recorded, and then at the end, I went to find it on the memory card, and it wasn't there. But I remember in that moment seeing the time, seeing the record button. I always do that. I'm fucking crazy about Mm -hmm. it. And I'm constantly looking throughout the shore like, is it still going, still going, still going? And then, so that happened. And then another time with a guest, uh, the memory card. Okay, so here's how the machine works. If you put the, the memory card in, and you select that you want to record, let's say you want to record mic number one. Uh, it shows you how much time you have left. And maybe it was like, I don't know, 10 hours. Well, of course, I'm not going to talk for 10 hours, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but then you add a second mic and you hit record on that one at the same time. Well, now it cuts it to five hours, right? Mm-hmm. Now you only have five hours to record. But I didn't realize that. And we had a guest on, so it cut it down to like an hour and something whatever time we had and one of our guests was going on a crazy rant in the last 10 minutes and we lost it all that's right and i looked down and lost my fucking gourd i lost my gourd yeah and it was it was really good material i I sincerely can't even remember which one it was i I do do? yes i know exactly (laughs) who it was (laughs) you guys can guess it's like that moment where you see a car accident happen or someone die Mm -hmm. you'll you'll never forget the moment because i i had this shock this almost like dread of amazement like it's like <gasps> yeah no. and I, I said oh one, one second let me switch the card here and but we'd already missed 10 minutes you know yeah. and i didn't know that i switched the card recorded and then we got another five or so minutes to try to like cut cut through but like yeah that's the worst thing that can happen it definitely is and i always think about when we sit down with a guest you're always you have our console in front of you the whole mm-hmm. time and the amount of like trust i always have in you mm-hmm. to be like okay bo's got it bo's got it because and i always see you yeah. i'm the same way as like until we're about minute 15 in with recording something yeah. with someone there's this like tiny anxiety in the back of my head yeah, and, I, I and, and then i see you looking too because it's like yeah you know you just want to triple check and it doesn't sound like a big deal of like no. you know it's 45 minutes but it's like it's hard to kind of recreate sometimes some stuff yeah i think the other question well we can why don't you answer that question then we'll do the other one okay i mean that was mine in terms of um like an episode kind of having to be like pieced together because of a technical issue the one that comes to came to mind for me when i saw this was um we did it's only been one time that we had to redo an episode because of our content and it was because it was because we got into like it wasn't even like cute or funny we got into actual fight yeah. in our recording because it was during the Mexico tr- we, were, we were recapping when I was down in Mexico with friends yeah. and you met up and due to both of us it was like such a clusterfuck of a trip and yeah. then, but I still think we, we both had like annoyance about each other's role oh, in it yeah. and I had felt like the way you were telling it I had felt painted me in like such a like I was totally accountable when in that rare circumstance I felt like you had something to do no, with I it. disagree we're gonna fight about this again see I know no, I knew it I'm just kidding and, and I felt myself getting so like toasted and you know just yeah. in the back of in, yeah. the, in the back of my neck and everything during the episode that I think we I said let's I stopped us halfway through and I'm like let's start again and like either we didn't mention it or we just like 
said haha like it was yeah. both of us and so we did that that's yeah. been the only time that like i folded for whatever reason, i folded I, yeah, in the folded. moment but i don't agree with it i holded um i scolded th- there's there's one other time where we recorded and i'm not going to tell you who this was with it was with a guest but we recorded and uh at the end of it i felt like we had really great stuff like great stories mm-hmm. good content just like funny revealing yeah it was awesome and then the guest asked to edit it asked to have the final edit and because of you know the situation i was like well i'll let you listen to it that's fine and then they demanded that in order to use this you'd have to make this many cuts and it was like 20 some cuts and it was almost like everything that gave the interview personality correct correct all the good stories were cut out because it could paint this person in a bad light in some capacity they clearly weren't ready to expose themselves on that level. Yeah. But in the moment, they they were okay with it. Yeah. And then so so I made all those edits. I was really frustrated, but also like, it's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they still wanted to hear it one more time, and they made even more edits. Yeah. And these this time, it was like they were editing things that I was saying and Meryl was <laughs> saying. And I was like, this is... Uh, this is this is borderline like this is micromanagement and major like insecurity yeah uh unfolding here yeah and like triple thinking something that you don't and that's the yeah. thing with podcasting is you kind of almost have to like say yeah. it and then not overthink it and yeah then... but i also understand that like some people have things that to lose yeah right and, and you can't just assume like well sorry you have to be as honest as i am especially like, in this day and age and that's yeah. i don't blame someone yeah. for like if it could if something they say or something we say could cost them a whole, the whole job and they're right. they have a family like right. totally, i really actually I think do get it, that i think that's the bummer about the cancel culture idea is like you know uh, people are afraid to say anything yeah afraid to be themselves and now everything's kind of well a lot of things are sort of becoming very vanilla versions of what they they could be mm-hmm. Um, that was my worst, uh, I, I really disliked that one. Hmm, I really just like yeah. editing that one because the original episode was amazing. Yeah. So good answer. Tim, tell us what your podcast is and I'll reshare it on our page. I'll give oh, you a shout out. Oh yeah, out. he's got a podcast. Yep. That's, he just started podcasting. That's great. I think that's cool. Now there's, I just read that there's 2 million podcasts. 2 million. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. Gosh, that's insane. It is. Two million? Mm-hmm. How do you even find a new <laughs> podcast? How do people find anything? Mm, I a lot of it for me is actually I, I don't now I'm almost like not open to a new podcast. Like, really? Yeah, like I'm I I'm looking for new ones. content. You I am are. I am looking for some new content. Huh. If you're a listener and you've got a good podcast that you haven't heard us talk about, please send it our way. I'd okay, love to yeah. I'd love to hear. You know, I like true crime and oh, I also like yeah. like something that's gonna make my brain grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What about if we do a s'more. Let's do a s'more. Let's do it. See my poo and my bow and now it's time for a little bit s'more. Okay, I have one if you have one. Oh, I have a couple. I have a couple. You do? Yeah. Well, I have a s'more and then I have I have a burnt a burnt s'more which would be like um please never go see this. Never oh, watch this. Oh, that would be good to be a burnt yeah, s'more. We should really have But I like burnt s'mores. That's the thing. I like that. Like, I do the, like the, when they get become blackened. Yeah. Okay, so what's your s'more? Okay, so speaking of becoming blackened. Oh, wow. My oh, s'more. Oh, my God, I can't even imagine where this is going. Is an account called The Hood Healer. Uh-huh. Uh, 
she calls herself a comedian and she she really is but basically Wait, it's, it's a it's an instagram account yeah okay so this so is an, your okay yeah it's an instagram account slash like person slash so so um she's a like a um like a, I guess an astrologist and she does all these readings of tarot cards and stuff like that but she's she posts these memes and they're really about self-growth but I really find myself aligning with like whatever she says um yeah. and <laughs> like she'll go on things where I'm like oh damn or it'll be, be like the reason you're not excelling in life is because like other people are making your food and I don't know it's like the stuff that I'm like oh I'm not ready for this this morning it's, yeah. it's just a lot of stuff where I'm like oh you're totally right or she'll write about stuff that's like don't lose yourself trying to prove yourself and so um but it is funny because it's meant the community she has said before like you know white people you're allowed on this page but like this is not for you and so kind of like be quiet and like don't yeah. chirp with all your annoying like white bullshit kind of stuff and so but what I really love is her her lives like so she goes live and then she'll do these readings for people and her like the fan base and the people are so funny and she'll just be um if someone asks for something for free she calls them like moocherellas and really? yeah and then there's one girl on the, her last live came on and her name was Brittany and Brittany said like here's my cash app if anyone wants to donate and everyone started like mucharilla like and they call that her fans call themselves like the security so basically they look out for the hood healer and like she'll be doing a reading and just in the middle of it she'll be like who do i need to block and she'll like really look, yeah 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 and she's very funny but but very like um kind of like if you don't get me then go the, fuck yourself get the and fuck leave. Out. yeah i really like wow. it and so and what's it called again she's called the hood healer the hood the hood healer, healer. yeah but it's funny because like every now and then because it is all like i've like 98 percent of her the people yeah. that comment are, are yeah. black women and black men and then every now and then i'm like yes i love it or whatever and then i see my little emoji is like the cartoon version of me like sitting at a desk uh, <laughs> I'm just like, please don't kick me out like let uh, me in this group <laughs> and so, i have this fear that like because i wanted to like tag her in something but i'm like i feel like she's probably gonna be like please leave but but i i love yeah. it so i'm a silent observer yeah. but, wow that's wow that's a big step for you to be a silent observer well i know my place <laughs> The hood healer told me. <laughs> so that's my that's version. Great. If so, if you like astrology stuff, uh, or even if you just want, you know, to get some cool memes, that's her thing. And her lives are what really get me. There's a, uh, you know, I wasn't going to say this. I'm going to say something else after this. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, there's an account I really like. I think it's very funny. It's called the Hard Times News. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah. They always do fake little like uh, newspaper headlines. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like they're really like next level funny. Yeah. Like some of I'm like wow that's super smart. Some of it is almost like our world is so unbelievable now. Yeah. And I'm like I can't tell yeah. if this is true or not. Yeah. There's some <laughs> great stuff. So if you check it out, the Hard Times News. Um, but okay, so my actual s'more is. Um, you know, I, I've been doing this movie night, movie review, mm -hmm. okay, this club. Uh, it's me, my friend Ian, and Brittany. And every Monday, uh, we give each other three new films. Maybe one week it's I pick three. The next week, Britt does. The next week, Ian does. And then on the fourth week of the month, we each pick one film. That's so many films, though. That's a lot. Well, it's three in a week. Yeah, it's, that's it's, a lot. I, it is. But like, um, you know, if you watch one on Tuesday, one yeah. on Thursday, and one on Sunday, then you're good, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so it's typically like films from the Criterion collection or just like uh, relatively good films or or at least have been important throughout history of film. Now, if someone has already seen it, we all talk about like, has you have you seen this? And if two people have and one person hasn't, then maybe we'll flip it to where it's like we only watch two, but then they're watching one that I've already seen that kind of thing, okay. you know? Uh, OK, so it's great because especially on weeks where other people pick, you're getting picks that maybe you would never pick out. You would just right. never, you would, you would probably be like, I don't have time for that. Or I've never even heard of that. Um, 
And so someone's curating these for you and they're putting that collection. And sometimes we have uh, themes and sometimes we don't. But on this week, uh, I watched a film uh, suggested or picked by uh, my friend Ian. And it was uh, David Byrne, who used to be in The Talking Heads. Yeah, I love him. He has a stage show, a Broadway show called uh, American Utopia. Mm-hmm. And it's on HBO right now. And if you like that kind of thing, you know, I kind of feel like it's it's somewhere between musical theater, uh, modern art, and there there's some there's some message. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really great and fun and simple. It's really simple. I'm gonna check it, it just out. Just made me feel good. You make and me want to get HBO. I'm always jealous because a lot of your picks are on HBO. It is on HBO. I, yeah. yeah, it's on HBO. It's 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 really good. Hmm. And I just found it to be, you know, David Byrne is awesome. Yeah, he's great. yeah, he is. Uh, he's just one of those guys that you're like, you're cool. Yeah, you're yeah. like 68 or <laughs> whatever years old, and you're still doing this. He's like New York cool too, which is like the yeah, next level cool. I know, and this made me think he's even cooler. Dang. For real, for real. So if you have time, American Utopia uh, by David Byrne. It's a great stage show, and uh, yeah, I would check it out. Nice. Yeah. Well, this is me calmly leaving this episode. Oh, I appreciate no that. No, no rush at all. If you want to tell two more hours of stories, I'm if here. If you want to tell two stories, no, <laughs> gotta um, get with my. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. As soon as I, you know, finish the, telling you about my s'more, you're ready to leave. That's that's totally great. That's totally great. You know what? This is exactly what happened in Mexico. <laughs> we'll see. We are 100 percent going to fight about this. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Tim, what's your podcast? You need a co-host. <laughs> This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.